If you have a story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to submit your story. Also, if the platform you're listening on has the option to rate this podcast, please consider doing so. And thank you. This happened to me a few years ago, and I've always wondered how the hell it happened. Since it was something so physical, it was hard to wrap my mind around it. I was in college, home for the summer, and I was about to go back to school. My boyfriend of about two years had gotten me a ring the previous year in November for our anniversary, so I'd had it for almost a year. I had specifically picked out this ring from Pandora, and it was a limited time piece. I had never seen it before I had asked him for it. It was a simple red heart, and the band was scalloped, if that makes sense. It was nothing crazy, and I wore it basically every day. I kept track of it very well, this is important. While I was packing to get back to school, I had packed up all of my jewelry and had accidentally packed away my daily jewelry that day. I figured no biggie, because I'll be moving things in the next day, getting sweaty and whatnot, so I didn't want to lose anything or ruin anything anyways. I would just unpack it the next day. Two of my friends had driven from different states the day before so that we could move into our college house together and they came to stay the night at my dad's since I was in the same state as our college. We hung out in my room, watched TV, and then went to bed because the next day was going to be long. I woke up the next morning and immediately noticed a ring to the right of my bed, on the ledge of my wall. The ledge was only about an inch and a half thick. You couldn't fit much on it. I picked it up, and it was the exact same ring my boyfriend had bought me, but the heart in the middle was clear instead of red. I thought it was so weird. I picked up the ring and brought it into the room with my two friends, and asked if either of them had left their ring in my room last night, and that it was so funny that we had the same one. Although, I'd been friends with them for years, and I would have noticed by then if we had the same ring. They both said it wasn't theirs, I laughed and told them to stop messing with me, and they looked really confused. They both said that they had never seen the ring before and never owned one like it. I really thought they were trying to mess with me, but they genuinely denied it, and were just as confused as I was. Then I texted my boyfriend asking if maybe he had bought two different ones to test out the colors, and forgot about it and somehow it ended up in my room even though I had never noticed it on the ledge before. He said he definitely only bought the one, and it was the red one. I reached out to my dad's girlfriend, who was the only other woman that stayed in that house, asked if she owned the same ring, and she said she had never seen it before. I was trying to check any logical explanation that there was. I know what you're probably thinking, that I didn't actually pack the ring from my boyfriend, and it was up there all along. I ran to my packed bag and pulled out the ring my boyfriend gave me, and it was still as red as I remember. I was holding two nearly identical rings in my hand, 
with no explanation as to how the second one came about. The second ring was also my size. I went to Pandora's website to look at the ring, and it wasn't even sold anymore. I couldn't find it anywhere. I still have no idea where it came from or why. And the creepiest piece is that my dad's house was built in the 1700s. It was the original farmhouse of the town that he lives in. Definitely not short on paranormal possibilities, so that's why I figured it would be paranormal at first. To this day, I'm dying to know how it happened. I would love to know people's opinions on this. It does seem like more of a glitch than anything paranormal, since the ring came out of absolutely nowhere. My friends that were there that night and I still talk about it to this day, wondering what it was. A commenter in the other subreddit mentioned me in another dimension, which is an extremely interesting solution to me. I just recently found this sub, but I've been experiencing difficult to explain or unexplainable, insofar as I am able to theorize, events for much of my life. This is especially true of things that I lose, or that fall into the void, as I nihilistically like to refer to it. So, anyways, this happened to me just a couple of months ago. My girlfriend and I were working on something together, it were both writers. I'm also a musician, and we collaborate on creative ideas sometimes. We were sitting at my desk and taking down some notes trying to outline a working plan for us to follow with this particular endeavor. We both prefer to do this the old-fashioned way, and physically write things down. So, I'm using a pen and literally mid-word when I feel like I've totally forgotten my train of thought. So I stop writing for a second, and I look up for my notepad still holding the pen. When a few seconds later, I've realigned my thoughts, and I look down to continue writing. But the pen is gone. The only other things on the table were my notepad and my girlfriend's pen and notepad. It's not a large table either. So I say, wait, where's my pen? We take everything else off the table, now there's just nothing on it. Okay, I suppose somehow I dropped it and didn't notice it leave my hand. I look on the floor and all around the desk, and of course it's not there. So I say, well, I guess it just fell into the void. Because things like this happen relatively often, the most can be rationalized away and ignored because of that sliver of uncertainty and the unreliability of human senses and memory. What we do next is move the table over a couple of feet, in case the pen had not only fallen from my hand and onto the floor without my feeling it, or producing any audible noise, but also rolled in such a way as to be perfectly hidden under one of the legs of the table. This also wasn't the case, but my girlfriend and I got on our knees looking more floor-level all around for it. This is when it happened. As we are both facing each other, right between us, we both watch as the pen just, and I cannot stress this enough, appears. Literally materializes in the mid-air in the space between us, and proceeds to fall to the floor. 
Naturally, we were both stunned for a moment, and totally speechless. But given the mild frequency that unexplainable stuff has happened to both of us, coupled with the fact that we were also already inclined towards contemplating and discussing esoteric or abstract hypothetical concepts, perhaps we were slightly more equipped than some others to accept this kind of almost unbelievable event. Of course, I would be skeptical too if it were anyone besides myself, or even if it were me without someone else able to corroborate. But it definitely happened, and we both saw it. I've told this to my friend at least a dozen times, because he wants to make sense of it and he ultimately urged me to post it here, so maybe someone else can make sense of it. This truly shook me, and sorry for the long post, but he told me to give all of the details I told him, as do the rules. This happened on a road trip when I was 17, almost 18. It was me and my sister, a couple years older than me, and she was driving a super long beaten road through the desert. About two hours on the road pass, and suddenly I noticed that the car that was behind us veered off of the road and came to a standstill. My sister audibly wonders what they're up to. A few dozen seconds later, there's this terrible series of bumps and cracks in the road that shake the car and knock the phone off of the seat, taking the ox out and halting the music. It lands close to me, so I pick it up and start to reconnect the phone. When I do, we get this random catchy ad about trash. The next thing of note happens seconds after the ad ends. I stare off into the window and I see a truck parked ahead of us. As we pass it, I stupidly kept looking at it, and the sheen that it gave off, the glare from the sun, completely blinded me for a bit. When I closed my eyes, I still saw the outline of it. I was afraid that it was burned into my retinas when I finally opened my eyelids. It started to fade slowly, and all I can remember seeing after that is the emergency airbag in the car pop into my face, and the sound of metal on metal. My vision started going black, and the image that's in my eyes from the truck fades completely. But when it fades... I opened my eyes to see us still driving like nothing happened. That's when I noticed the car behind us. Same license plate as before, same car, color, even the same driver to my eyes. The same thing happened again. The road being bad and bumping the phone down, the aux disconnecting, and the same damn ad playing. All the while, I'm panicking in my head since my sister dismissed my questions like nothing out of the ordinary had happened. We come up to the truck again, and I stare, my eyes again having the afterimage of it. Just as before, I hear metal scraping and feel the airbag pummel my face. As it fades, I'm scared to open my eyes again, but I hear my sister ask, What is that car doing? It forces my eyes open to see the same car for the third time, steering into the open desert before halting. I'm in full-blown panic mode as I look ahead to see the crude road up ahead. I hold on to the phone for dear life, and we manage to stop the phone from disconnecting. 
but we still get an ad when the next song plays. The same damn ad. As it nears its end, I stop myself from looking at the truck and instead look ahead, noticing that the car in the opposite lane is swerving slightly. I piece it together in my head, and I caution my sister of the driver in the car. She has to swerve to avoid the car as it goes on to the wrong side of the road, barely missing our car thanks to my sister's driving. The rest of the trip went on without much of a hitch. My friend said that it may have been something like quantum immortality or a swap between universes. I've always been interested in this stuff, but I have no clue how to explain my experience. And once more, sorry for the long post. Almost two years ago, my wife and I took an eight-hour road trip to the desert to celebrate my birthday. Both of us were heavy smokers, and as a birthday gift to myself, I decided to quit. She wasn't as stoked as I was, but since it was my birthday trip, she agreed to let me hog the stereo on the way home so I could listen to an audiobook called Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. The thing about this book is that the reader is encouraged to smoke while they read, or in my case listen, to the book, and only decide if they want to quit after they have finished. So, we're driving and smoking, and listening to this book while driving through the mountains of northern Arizona, when we both hear a loud bang. At the same time, I feel something hit my chest, followed by my left pec muscle getting really cold. I look down and see a puff of smoke coming from the left pocket of the flannel shirt that I was wearing at the time. I was 100% sure that I had been shot, so I instinctively put my head under the shirt expecting to feel a bloody hole. But there was nothing there, just a cold patch of skin. So I felt around in the pocket of my shirt and pulled out a bunch of sharp plastic pieces. It took a few seconds to make sense of what had happened. The lighter that I was carrying in the pocket had, for no apparent reason, exploded. The cold feeling came from the butane escaping, which I had mistaken for smoke. I had smoked for over 20 years, and had never had a lighter spontaneously combust like that. My wife had never experienced it either and the facts that had happened while listening to a book about not smoking anymore, at the exact second I was thinking about lighting up another one, makes the whole thing feel a little more like a miracle. Before you ask, this wasn't a high-quality disposable lighter like a Bic. This was one of those transparent plastic ones you buy for 89 cents at the gas station, and I had probably used it to open several beers that weekend, so its structural integrity could have been questionable. Still, the timing was pretty incredible. Also, while we continued to smoke for the rest of the drive, we finished the book about the same time we rolled into our driveway, and neither one of us have had a cigarette since. this was a couple of years ago now. I was staying at my childhood home right before my mom was going to be moving. 
I had spent that day helping her pack and going through my childhood things and was kind of excited to sleep in my childhood bedroom one last time. I was pregnant at the time, so I was struggling to get comfy in bed, and I hadn't slept yet. When it got to be one in the morning and I knew that my husband was just getting home from work by then, I decided to just call him briefly to say goodnight, and maybe by then I would be tired enough to just fall asleep. I've always had to pace when I talk on the phone, so I just instinctively started pacing, occasionally passing by my bedroom door. As I was on the phone with him, I saw my mom walk by my bedroom door heading for the bathroom. Same pajamas that she fell asleep in, same curly hair and a ponytail. It was clearly, even in very dim lighting, my mother. I didn't think much of it at first, aside from worrying that I had woken her up. I was all set to apologize for my noise, when I realized from where she was, she could not have walked into the bathroom door. She must have walked into the wall next to the door closer to my bedroom. I went silent. My husband still says that he's never had goosebumps the way he did when I went silent. And then I finally spoke. He says it was probably about two minutes. As I'd realized that she hadn't been in the pathway to the door, I also started to realize that I could still hear my mother snoring away in the room next to me. I felt frozen with fear, but I slowly left my room, looked towards the bathroom, which was pitch black, and nervously walked to her door. She always kept the door open for her cat to go in and out. There was just enough light from the kitchen area to see into her room. My mom was right there in bed, sound asleep. I quickly got back to my room and tried to find the words to tell my husband what had just happened. I still don't understand why or how. My husband and I have talked about it so many times now, and thinking about that night still gives us chills. It just doesn't make any sense. This glitch happened to me a while ago now, 1992 to be exact. I was dumbfounded at the time, and throughout the years I would often think about what happened that day, but I was never able to come up with any rational explanation. That is, until I started listening to glitch stories by creators such as Raven, and I now believe that what I experienced was, in fact, a glitch. It was just a small thing, but as anyone who has experienced a genuine glitch would agree, any glitch, even a small one, is not easily forgotten. It haunts you. It changes you. It changes the way that you see the world. So, it was 1992. I was, and still am, a huge gamer. My machine of choice back then was an Amiga 500. It was an amazing time for games. Advancing technology was allowing games to deliver more cinematic and immersive experiences. The game everyone was talking about at the time was Flashback. It was said that this game would usher in a new era of interactive storytelling, and over the previous months, I had saved some of my meager student allowance, 
so that I could purchase a copy on the day it was released. The day finally arrived. I was so excited, I skipped my last class and took a bus into town. I took the game from the shelf in all of the screenshots on the back of the package. This was going to be amazing. I didn't want to go home straight away or my parents would be sus on me skipping class, so I decided to sit down on the floor in a quiet overpass and kill some time by reading the game's instruction manual. I opened the box. The first thing I noticed were the discs. Two, three and a half inch floppies in a small plastic bag. I better not forget these, I thought, and I placed them under my right leg for safekeeping. I then removed the manual and gleefully read it from cover to cover. I couldn't wait to try out all the different moves and see the main character come to life on my CRT TV. After finishing the manual and bonus materials, I thought that it was late enough to head home, so I placed the manual and stuff in the box, and then reached down under my leg to retrieve the discs. But I couldn't find them. What? I thought. I reached further, searching the area with my hand, and still couldn't feel them. I frantically sat up and checked the floor where I had been sitting. The discs were nowhere to be seen. That's impossible, I thought. I was literally sitting on them. I then went through all my pockets, clothes, bags, and combed the surrounding area. The discs were gone. At this stage, I was in complete panic. I thought that I was losing my mind. After going through every possible scenario, there was only one conclusion that I could come to. There never were any discs in the box, and I somehow imagined unpacking them. Even though I knew deep down that this wasn't the case, I was somehow able to convince myself of it, and so I headed back to the shop to demand that they provide my missing discs. The shop clerk believed me, probably more so than I did, and provided me with a set of discs. I quickly packed the discs and went home. That night, I proceeded to play the game for several hours, and it was indeed everything I had been hoping for, but what was supposed to be the greatest gaming experience of my life was being overshadowed by the persistent feeling that something very strange had happened to me, and I had absolutely no explanation for it, and the missing discs never did show up. This might seem ridiculous, but it is true. I have to commute to the office a few times a week, but for the majority of the time, I telework from home. A few weeks ago, I stopped by the bagel place on my way to the office. I ordered the bagel and stuffed it into my backpack with the thought that I would eat it when I got to the office. When I arrived, the bagel was gone. I emptied my backpack and thoroughly searched, but no bagel. I emptied it several times over the course of a few weeks as well. I assumed that I ate it and forgot, but that never really satisfied me. I knew that I had not eaten it. I used the backpack for several weeks, each time checking it for it since it was always nagging in the back of my mind. I emptied and searched the backpack several times over those weeks. Then, a few days ago, 
it appeared back inside of my backpack, just sitting there in plain view at the bottom. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was not in there before. It wasn't fresh exactly, but it didn't seem like it had been sitting in the backpack for three weeks. Maybe a day or two tops. I have absolutely no idea how to explain this properly. The most mundane explanation would be that someone is just messing with me, but that person would both need access to the backpack after I put the bagel in there, at the bagel place, as well as at my home. Not even my partner was around for the first part. The other explanation is that it was in there the whole time and I just missed it. But I emptied and used the backpack for weeks, and I absolutely would have seen it. Plus, the bagel was still semi-fresh when it reappeared. It only seemed a couple of days old, nowhere near three weeks old. Maybe this is too mundane for a glitch in the Matrix moment, but I honestly think it might qualify. I really cannot explain this properly, and apologies if this doesn't make the cut for this sub, but on the surface, it seems to. Okay, first big one in a while. I have two metal gates for climbing vines. About three foot tall, thinner at the bottom, about a foot, spreads to top maybe one and a half feet. Vertical, they're five thin metal bars, horizontal four bars, and the ground one is flat. The other three are curved and all four connect the vertical bars. Bars are a few millimeters thick. Yes, I'm American, hence the blend of scales. They are turquoise-ish. I repurposed them as sidewalk sides to stand on either side of my walkway to show where to snowblow in the winter, for the HOA people. So, the second one that I set up had a reddish-brown three-quarter inch thick vine, about one and a half feet long, wrapped around it, with little fiddly tendril bits. It sat out there for weeks like that. Finally, I decided to remove it. I untangled it and snipped sections with an electrical pliers as I did. I cleaned it all up, all the little fiddly bits. Both are perfectly clean and like new in framing my walkway. The next few weeks, I would constantly sit outside on my porch staring at them as the weather was nice. Suddenly, around November 28th of this year, I got up in the morning, I opened my curtains, and immediately my eyes are drawn to the gate that had the big reddish vine previously. It now has a 1.5 foot long old dried piece of gray vine on it. I did a quadruple take, threw on my sneakers, and headed outside. An old dry vine segment appeared on this gate after being meticulously clean for two weeks. It's gray, about four millimeters in width, and about one and a half feet long. I'm not prone to delusion, and I'm often accused of being hyper-aware of everything. This vine was not in the universe that I inhabited for at least the last month. I live alone, so I can't ask if anyone else noticed. So, hi, new universe. I hope that this one is better than the last one that I lived in. May your glitches be in your favor and thanks for letting me share. 
So, I was going to radiation therapy, where my appointment time changed daily. The center gave me a lanyard with a little plastic thing attached that had a weekly time schedule in it. I was also taking a shuttle to get to my appointments, so I kept a pen in my lanyard slash schedule so I could write down what time my shuttle driver was coming every day and that I wouldn't forget the next day. Sometimes when the technicians would write the time for my next appointment on my lanyard or schedule, they would accidentally keep my pen. But I had a green pen and I always got it back, even if it was the next day sometimes. One day, as I was finishing up my treatment, I was walking down the hallway and I looked to see what time they wrote in the schedule for my next appointment. I noticed my time was written in the same ink as my green pen, but there was no pen in my lanyard schedule. They had taken my pen again, so I went back to get it. None of them were in the room and I couldn't find my pen, so I took another pen that was a company pen for the radiation company. I looked at the pen a bit, and I put it in my lanyard. I walked down the hallway feeling slightly guilty for stealing their pen, but I justified it to myself that they had my green pen to write with. I told myself I would switch the pens tomorrow if the green pen was still there. I went down the hallway again, and I stopped to weigh myself on the scale. I put my lanyard down at the nurse's station, so it wouldn't weigh anything while I weighed myself. The nurses knew I did this every time my treatment was over, and they always greeted me with a smile and a wave, and they never touched my stuff. After that, I grabbed the lanyard and got into the shuttle. The driver was talking about what time he was going to pick me up the next day, so I grabbed my pen to write it down. I was shocked. The brown company pen was no longer there but my usual green pen was there. The one that the technicians had accidentally stolen. But then, what happened to the company pen? This probably barely counts, but it's all I have. I wear glasses. I get new glasses from the same optometrist every two years after my prescription changes. I am incredibly nearsighted. I get the same frame type since I'm used to it, and I think it looks good. They're usually a rose gold or pinkish metal half frame, with the bottom half of the frames being plastic tubing to hold the lenses in tightly. My last pair were pink with swirling wave-like patterns on the legs of the frames. Two weeks ago, I misplaced my new glasses. The nose pads were loose and of a firmer plastic than my old ones, so they clicked whenever I adjusted my glasses on my face. The metal was closer to gold than rose gold, and the legs had little square patterns on them, almost like ancient Greek pottery or clothing sometimes has. The ear pads were close to the same color as the metal, I could not find these glasses anywhere. For two weeks, I wore my old ones while I looked for my newer glasses. Last night, my mother picked up a pair of glasses that no one in our house recognized. We all wear glasses, but we also all have different prescriptions. 
My father and brother are just barely nearsighted to the point that their glasses are just for driving and reading, whereas my mother requires trifocals. I do not require trifocals or bifocals just yet, however, I am significantly more nearsighted than my father and brother, with a steep astigmatism that no one else in my family has. Regardless, the mystery glasses frames were a rich rose gold with brown ear pads. The legs were split shanked at the hinges, with wave patterns further down the leg. I firmly declared that these were not my missing glasses, since the frames looked nothing like my new ones. Everyone tried them on, and the prescription of these mystery glasses only matched mine. Therefore, logically, the glasses must be mine. These mystery frames are the most confirmed glitch that I have ever experienced in my life. The nose pads click whenever the glasses shift or I adjust them. The prescription is undoubtedly mine. However, looking at old selfies, the frames are a different shape. I even took them to my optometrist's office and they confirmed that the prescription is mine, but the frames did not come from their office. There's no brand or serial number anywhere on these glasses. Nobody can tell me in the slightest where these frames came from, and I still cannot find the other frames. So, I work at a bar, and I'm the only daytime bartender available on staff at the moment. One of my main jobs is to make sure the liquor and beer is stocked and ready for the dinner rush. When it's slow, I literally fully stock it to the brim as much as possible. I sell three beers, and then go get those three to replace them. So, it's like 2pm, and I notice that we have some holes in the beer stock. I have a slow period, so I write a list. One Coors Light, two Lager, one Bottle Well Vodka, one Bottle Mezcal, one Bottle Merlot. I take my list upstairs to our stock room and grab the items. I remember grabbing the Coors Light and commenting to myself, Hmm, the 24-pack is in a different place than it usually is which makes me look at the bottle as I pick it up. I clearly read Coors Light. Okay, cool. I get my items and head back down to the bar to put them in their respective homes. Here's where things get interesting. The missing beer that I wrote down as Coors Light is not missing. The Coors are fully stocked. The Miller Light next to it, however, is missing one single beer. Okay, no big deal. I must have mistaken the brand. It happens. Instead of going back upstairs to trade beers, I decide to put the Coors Light on the empty bottom shelf and decide to grab a Miller Light later. So that's what I do. I put a single bottle of Coors Light on the bottom shelf. I close the cooler, and I go about doing some other work for the next shift. About a half hour later, a few of my regulars come in, and I know the one lady likes Bud Light, so I turn around to grab it out of the cooler, and I see the Coors Light on the bottom shelf is different. 
the Coors Light that I almost dropped on my way down the stairs to place it in its home. The Coors Light that I stared at three separate times and made mental notes about is gone. In its place, a bottle of Miller Lite. Miller Lite, not Coors Light. No one was behind my bar but me. I will swear on whatever you want me to, but I am dead certain that beer was a Coors Light. But, sitting in its place on the bottom shelf is a single bottle of Miller Light. The crazy thing is, today, within the same four-hour period, three separate people in my immediate world have had glitch stories. I was a mild follower before, but now, I am 100% convinced that the Matrix glitched today. This is my first time posting in Glitch in the Matrix, although I am an avid reader. I never thought to post the odd things that occurred in my life, but things have gotten very weird, especially after I graduated in 2012. Since then, it's just gotten weirder and weirder, slowly but surely. I've began to question the very fabric of this thing that we call reality. This year has been the one year that made my decision final. This is all either an illusion, a dream, or a simulation. It's the little things. So, first weird thing, I drive tractor trailers for a living. So, besides seeing an insane amount of license plates that say 555 or 999 or all the other damn numbers, I've noticed this odd phenomenon. I'll be driving, and since I look at all the cars driving past me, I'll notice vanity plates. So, I'll make one name up because I don't remember exactly what it said. Let's say on my left, on 95 South, I see a plate that says, Got Boost. Okay, so that car drove by going about 80 miles per hour. My car stops at and is governed for max 65 miles per hour. I watch this car fly up the highway, and that's it. It's gone. As I continue to drive, I'll look to my left, just miles up the highway, and I'll see the same scene again. Like, it's a replay, or the simulation ran out of cars. I'll see Got Boost drive by in the same way that it did previously. So at first I'm like, okay, I watched that car vanish up the highway. How did it pass me again? Sure, anyone can say that maybe they stopped, but this section of 95 has no truck stops. And the distance I traveled wasn't enough for it to hop off the highway and hop back on. As the sun was coming up, I looked down at my speedometer for a second. In the top of my vision, my peripheral vision, I watched the car in the distance literally vanish out of thin air. As I see this, I go, what the hell? And I look up before my eyes and the car reappears. I just say, I knew it. This is a hologram or a simulation. Then, as I say that, three cars pass by on my right, and all of their license plates say 444. 
So I'm just like, dude, what the hell? I look at my speedometer, and the last three mileage numbers say 444. At this point, I'm really bugging out. What are the chances? Slim to none. One in a million. This reality cannot be real. I think that we created as some sort of mental projection. I had a weird glitch that happened about a month ago that I've been thinking about sharing, but just haven't gotten a chance to do so. I don't think I've ever had an actual glitch happen to me, but I've read and heard a lot of glitches and I figured I should just go ahead and get this out there because it's an interesting story. It was a very weird and insignificant glitch, but to me, it was bizarre. A few weeks ago, my dad and I went out to have a daughter and dad day together. We're really close, and we decided that we need to spend a couple of days a month together to make sure that we stay close. On this particular day, he was the one driving everywhere. We went to see a movie, and then went out to have lunch together, and we were trying to decide if we wanted to go somewhere else, or if we were just going to go ahead and end the day together. My dad mentioned that he wasn't feeling the best, so because of that, I mentioned that we should just go ahead and wrap up our day together. He agrees, and we start heading toward the highway so that he can take me home. At this point, my friend texted me something and I was sitting there reading it, and as my brain does, I started thinking about the fact that I needed to turn in my rent, and that I needed to do so that day. I didn't say anything about it, I just thought it to myself as I glanced up at the entrance ramp to the highway. Then, within no more than five seconds of me thinking that, my dad turns and says, We can go get your rent turned in, I don't mind. At first, I just nodded and said, Okay, cool, thanks. But it hit me pretty quickly that, at no point, did I say anything about the rent. I paused and slowly looked over at him and asked how he knew that I needed to turn in rent. As soon as I asked him, I noticed that he went a bit pale and slowly turned the wheel to stop on the shoulder of the highway. The look on his face was genuinely terrifying. He looked like he had seen a ghost, or like he was having a panic attack or something. He just kind of sat there for a moment and stared at the windshield, and I asked him if he was okay. He looked at me and said, You didn't say anything about your rent, did you? I confirmed that I hadn't. He then told me that he had no idea how he knew that I needed to turn in my rent. He was just watching the road as he was driving, and it felt like his brain got warm. And he then said that we could go turn in my rent without thinking. I know that that sounds weird, but it's how he described it. His brain got warm and he just said the words without even thinking twice about them. I tried to just laugh it off and say that it was weird, but I could tell that he was not feeling well about what had happened. I asked him if he was going to be okay. He just nodded and took a few deep breaths in and out before clearing his throat and saying that we should just forget about what happened. I agreed and said that it could just be one of those weird things that we never talk about. 
and that was pretty much the end of it. We went out, got my rent turned in, and then he took me home. I made sure again that he was going to be okay, and he said that he would be fine, and that he would just call me when he got home. So, that's my weird glitch. Just one of those weird moments where my dad basically read my mind and knew what I was thinking, but he didn't seem to do so consciously. It was even weirder how his complexion and emotion changed when he realized that it happened. I don't know if this was for sure a glitch, but to me, it was definitely glitch-like. I was on my phone watching Instagram reels and taking it easy on this Wednesday evening when my dorm roommate asked me to make sure that she's up from her nap in 30 minutes. We have finals going on in college, and she's been really stressed and sleep-deprived. Anyways, I agree to do so, and I register the time as 6.18pm when she gets into bed. I continue watching my Instagram reels. One reel is roughly as long as a TikTok, being around 30 seconds to a minute long. About two reels later, I happen to glance at the time on the top of my phone screen. I register 6.18pm. It should have ideally been 6.20pm, but I didn't think of it at all. I usually disassociate while watching reels or TikToks, but around three reels later, I glance at the top of my screen to look at the time again. 6.18pm. This was when I panicked. Four or five minutes should have passed by now, but my phone still showed 6.18pm. I switched my phone off and back on, but that didn't change anything. It was just me, the running air conditioner, and the Instagram reels that were active. I send my boyfriend a text, but it wasn't delivering. I check my laptop at the time, and it also displays 6.18pm. I wanted to get up and check out the time on my roommate's phone, but... I was too scared to move. My environment just felt weird, but I'm sure that it was all in my head. Soon enough, though, the message to my boyfriend delivered. Instantly, the time was now 6.23pm. I could now start hearing my roommate breathe in her sleep, and I realized that the whole time before, I could not hear her breathing. I was also then receiving a message from my friend who was complaining about experiencing acid reflux and how she can't wrap her head around our project management and contract's final assignment. I felt amazing reading her messages because it all felt so trivial and insignificant to what I thought I had experienced. At around 6.36, though, my roommate's phone started ringing. She wakes up from the nap, speaks on the phone, and disconnects. I asked her if she would like to be up now since that call woke her up. She looked really shocked to see me. She literally asked me twice, Wait, you're here? And the whole time I kept thinking, Of course. It's my room. And you knew I was here before you went to sleep. But I didn't say much. Why was she so shocked to know that I was in the room? I'm ruling that off as her being slightly disoriented from having woken up after being sleep-deprived. I'm trying to rationalize with the situation as much as I can by telling myself that she was sleepy, 
and that my device is probably glitched. But I don't know entirely. Time freezing, my environment feeling wrong, her just looking shocked to see me, I just don't understand. To start with some context, I live with my best friend from high school, her two kids, my husband, and our two kids. My best friend is a wedding photographer and incredibly talented. I'm not even being biased either. And while she's amazing, she's really disorganized and not detail-oriented. I, on the other hand, am obsessively organized and I'm currently taking a break from my dream job to do homeschool for our kids. Her disorganization makes my eye twitch, so I started working for her, charging her gear, making sure she has everything, once she forgot her damn camera. I also do her finances and client contact. It's rewarding work, and I'm damn good at it. Anyway, she came home from a shoot recently, and as always, I took her bag. I pulled out all the batteries and memory cards, and handed the cards to her so she can upload. She has a spare camera that she never uses, but I check that one too. Every time. But this time, she was missing some video footage. She got her camera and checked the card slots. Nothing, of course. I'm always extremely careful with the cards. They're small, and they contain the only photos of someone's wedding. It would be a complete disaster if they got lost. She had both cards and both had photos from before and after she took the videos, but the videos weren't there. She had been working for another photographer that day and brought the cards to his house and nothing. All the photos, but no videos. I double-checked the camera slots. My husband checked them. Unsurprisingly, they were empty. Not just that they're black and so was the camera, so maybe we missed them. No, completely empty. I would bet my life on it. I took them both out, and I know this because she had two cards with identical sets of photos. There was no missing card. For whatever reason, the videos just never saved to either card. Fast forward to this morning, she looked in the camera again, for lack of anything else to do and there was a memory card in it. On the card, all the videos, and no photos. I know nothing about cameras, but I know that she dual writes, meaning that she uses two cards, both of which should have identical photos and videos at the end of the night. It's like a failsafe in case one of the cards gets corrupted. There's no setting for photos on one card, videos on the other. And again, previously... There were no cards in her camera. I cannot stress this enough. We were never missing a card. She had them both the whole time. We just checked the card slots for lack of any other ideas. And because when you run out of logical ideas, you start turning to illogical ones. So now, she has two cards with photos and one with videos. All of which, apparently, came out of her camera which only has two slots. I'm utterly baffled. And, as the title says, this is the most recent of a slew of weird stuff. Calendar events disappearing, then reappearing on different dates, 
Client numbers and texts completely erased from our phones. Not just, oops, deleted the thread on accident. My phone had no record of my calling or texting with this bride, or of her number being in my contacts at all. I even checked the cloud where all my phone content backs up, and nothing. One time, my best friend pulled up the Netflix account and found that she was signed into a stranger's account. Everything was in Spanish. We hadn't seen any of the shows, four profiles belonging to strangers. No one had been in our house. The kids didn't do it. It was on the smart TV, which is mounted very securely to our wall. We have three dogs in addition to my very thorough nightly lockup routine, so there's no way anyone was in our house undetected. I honestly don't know what to make of any of this. A few weeks ago, I stayed with a couple of my friends. I remember having my sunglasses with me when I left the next day on my way to my car. The sun was hitting my eyes and I used them. In the car, I switched to my glasses to see better, and I could never find my sunglasses again. I looked in my bags, my car, my pockets, and nothing. I concluded that I must have dropped them somewhere. They were my favorite, the ones which had the most protection. I was pretty upset, but initially I just let it go. One week after that, my boyfriend and I stayed in an Airbnb. Even though I lost my sunglasses, my other glasses were with me. I really don't go anywhere without them. I can see without them, but reading subtitles becomes almost impossible. When we arrived, I clearly remember putting them right next to the TV. And a few hours in, when I go to look for them, they're gone. So, I'm thinking maybe I just misremembered and they're in the car, or... I never got them out, even though I remember otherwise. So I started looking everywhere. I had already lost my sunglasses at this point, but these ones were more vital to me. I need to drive the next day and we were having movie night. I looked under the bed, on the floor, under the couches, my bags, clothes, everywhere. The Airbnb was just one small room apartment. At that moment, I let it go. At night, I was visibly uncomfortable while watching the movie, so my boyfriend got my car keys and went ahead to go look. At the same time, I checked everything again to make sure. He came back empty-handed, so once again I thought to myself, I must have dropped him. The next day, after we had breakfast, I go into our room and, to my surprise, my glasses are next to the bed on the floor. It didn't look like they were dropped. It was as if someone had put them there. I asked my boyfriend, and he told me that I just must have dropped them. Yet, I clearly remember looking under the bed. I had an off feeling about it, but I just let it go. A few weeks later, today, in my drawer next to my other sunglasses, I see my missing sunglasses. They're just there. I live with my mom and she knew that I lost my sunglasses, so I thought maybe she found them and put them back, but no. She says she never saw them after I lost them. 
I thought of the possibility of my boyfriend pranking me, but then again, he didn't come over to my room for at least two weeks. And I swear those sunglasses were not there at that time. I would have worn them instead. And the drawer that I'm talking about has a glass top layer for accessories and things like that. So the inside is always visible, and it's not deep. So, this happened a few days ago on Thanksgiving Day, November 24th, 2022. I posted the longer version in another subreddit, but I was getting ready to go to my friends for dinner. I was in my bedroom and heard more noise than usual outside, so I went to my window to get a visual on what was happening in the local neighborhood. There was more going on than would be on a typical day, but there's always normal neighborhood things going on, such as people in their yards, kids playing and dogs barking, squirrels, cars going by, etc., etc. There was nothing different in this moment besides the fact that the commotion was amplified. And understandably so, seeing as how this was a holiday. So, I took it in for a few seconds, and then I went to the bathroom. Mind you, I couldn't have been but two minutes. I go back to the window, because I needed to close it up before I left for my friend's house, and what I witnessed I don't think I will ever fully comprehend beyond just accepting it as a universal glitch of some sorts, or interference with my conscience. When I went to the window, there literally was nothing going on. Not one person... Not one noise, not one car. When I say nothing, I mean that I could feel how silent and still it was, and the atmosphere was very heavy feeling. I stood there, if not out of shock of sorts, for at least five minutes, waiting for someone or something or some noise to interrupt this terrifying happening. I finally came to and got my bearings together enough to go downstairs and out the front door to get a better perspective, and this is when my heart skipped probably five beats. I opened the door, and literally everything that was present prior to the seven minutes during the bathroom trip and my experience at the window was again in action. All of my neighbors had at least a car in their driveway, kids were playing, Birds were chirping, people out and about, and cars were going by. I, since then, subtly gained some insight on what my neighbors were up to, and every one of them said that they never went anywhere during that time, between noon and 2pm is what I asked, to try to make it easier for them to remember. But they are not on Reddit, and I can't afford to have them think that I was hallucinating or something which I swear that I wasn't. I don't use anything beyond a non-narcotic anxiety medicine called Inderol. So, please, if anyone has any similar experiences they could share for me to compare, or some explanation on what the possibilities could be, I would highly appreciate it if you could comment or send me a DM.
In 2015, the hospital I work for gave all of the employees an appreciation gift. It was a little basket with a pair of cheap sunglasses with green frames, a small bottle of sunscreen, and a note with some goofy saying on it like, Thanks for shining so bright. The same year, the other hospital in the area gave away identical green sunglasses at a fundraising event, but that hospital had their logo printed on the frames. I assume that both facilities must have found a really great deal on those cheap plastic sunglasses in bulk somewhere. While they were cheap, they were not the type of thing that you would find at any dollar store. They obviously came from some company that sells marketing products. I tend to be rather rough on my belongings, so a cheap, or in this case free, pair of sunglasses is perfect. I can toss them in the passenger seat of my car, sit on them, cram them in the glove box, and not worry. They aren't pretty, but they do the job that they're designed to do, and I literally cannot break these things. The sunglasses usually live in my car. One day, in September of this year, I was distracted when I got home from grocery shopping. When I got out of the car, the shades went on top of my head, and I wore them into the house without realizing it. Once I got the groceries put away, I went to the bedroom to change and realized that my sunglasses were on top of my head. Not wanting to go back out to my car, I took them off and laid them on the dresser, thinking, yeah, I'm really going to remember to grab those next time I go somewhere. I shrugged and went on with my day. The next morning, I was in the kitchen and suddenly noticed my sunglasses sitting on the dining room table. I was confused. I distinctly remembered taking the sunglasses off in the bedroom the day before and laying them on the dresser. I picked up the glasses from the dining table, and they were covered in dust. I walked to my bedroom, and sure enough, sitting there on my dresser were the pair of sunglasses that I had laid there the day before. I checked the sides, thinking maybe I had, at some point, gotten a pair of the competition sunglasses with their logo. That didn't explain why I had only just now found them after seven years, but it would explain why I had two pairs. No logo. I cleaned up the dusty pair, took a picture, and I sent it to my husband. I said, Some version of me is about to be so mad when she can't find her shades. I put both pairs of glasses in my car, and that was where they stayed. Until November. My husband traded his car for a new car. He was leaving for work one day as I was getting home. As we crossed paths on the driveway, I handed him one pair of sunglasses and said, Put this pair in your car. That way I'll have one pair in each vehicle. He took them and said no problem. I watched him get into his car with the sunglasses. I waved as he pulled away. That was the last time I saw the second pair of sunglasses. I've searched his car from top to bottom, and they aren't there. And my husband has no memory of taking them from me. I do wish that I had a pair for both vehicles, but hopefully that other me has her cheap sunglasses back. So, my wife and I, girlfriend at the time, 
shared a room in an apartment with my other three roommates. We got a new puppy, and like any puppy would do, he ended up chewing up a lot of things we left out, such as MacBook charging cords, Roku remotes, blow dryer cords, etc. Well, we left one night and left our dog to roam around the apartment since my roommates were there to watch over him. We got back, and when I went to the restroom, I immediately got upset because I saw that my electric razor, Phillips One Blade, was on the floor and chewed up, specifically the top of it where it can detach. My girlfriend and I argued about it, and I ended up throwing it away in the trash, both the top retractable part and the other part since it had dog teeth marks on it. I ended up getting over it because of how cute our puppy was, and forgot about it. About three days later, I woke up and went to brush my teeth, and while getting my hairbrush out of the drawer, I found my electric razor. We took out the trash two days before this, and my girlfriend and I didn't even leave each other's side. I thanked her for buying me a new one, and she laughed and said it wasn't her. We kind of just blamed each other for buying it, and only talked about it from time to time to joke about how we still won't tell each other the truth. Well, tonight, three years later, I started thinking about how weird that was. So, I texted my now wife, and told her to tell me the truth and be dead serious about it. She replied with, Honest to God, I thought you bought it for yourself and joked about it. I'm not sure what to make of it. There was no new plastic wrapping for it in the trash, and my roommates had nothing to do with it. Since we were all in college, they were definitely not about to spend $60 on me as a joke. I'm not sure if this counts as a glitch in the Matrix, but it still confuses me to this day. Any ideas on how this happened? I had an odd experience this year that could maybe be a glitch. Earlier this year, 2022, my 15-year-old daughter and myself got matching infinity bracelets at a local shop. If you're not familiar with infinity bracelets and anklets, they're a delicate chain that gets soldered onto you, so there's no clasp. The only way to remove it is to break it off. Anyway, we got them together that spring. Midsummer, hers had broken off and she was bummed, but she put it in a safe place until we could make time to go get it reattached. The shop was only open for this type of thing once a week, so it wasn't super convenient to get it done. Fast forward to fall and we finally had a free afternoon to get the bracelet reattached when the shop would be open. She retrieved it from her room and put it in her jacket pocket. Before we could go to the shop, we went to her little brother's flag football game and sat in camp-type chairs on the sideline. She took the bracelet out of her pocket one time during the game and showed it to me, and she then put it back in her pocket. After the game, we were driving her brother home and she realized that the bracelet was gone. We got home, checked her coats, the car, the camp chairs in the back of the car, and nothing. 
She made a comment about how she kept it safe for months, and then the day we finally have time to fix it, she loses it. For context, my daughter is one of those type A type of humans, who's very neat and organized in most all aspects of her life. So, I do find it unusual that she would lose it, but she is human after all, and accidents happen. We figured that it had to have fallen out at the field. Later that afternoon, I was out running errands solo, and decided to stop by the sports field to retrace our steps. The field had turned over by this point, and there was a new crop of families on the sidelines. I happened to know the family sitting where we were earlier, and they saw me looking around and asked what I was doing. After I explained, they all stood up to help me look. We searched for a few minutes, but nothing. I thanked them and retraced my steps again back to my car. I knew it was a long shot because it was a small gold chain, and I'm sure not easily spotted in the grass. But she was so disappointed that I figured it was worth it to look just in case. About a week later, I saw my daughter's jacket lying around the house, and I decided again to check it over. For context, the jacket isn't a cotton or wool type jacket with a loose weave where the chain could have wriggled into the seam easily. It was a brand new, custom, windproof and waterproof jacket that she had received for her sports crew team for when they're out on the water. The material was tight and slippery, and with it being brand new, it was less likely to have loose seams. But still, maybe there was a small hole or something where the chain could have wriggled. I stuck my hands in the pocket, feeling for a small hole or anything where the bracelet could have gone, and nothing. So, I accepted that it really fell out somewhere, and I just missed it. Weeks go by. My daughter wears the jacket several times, and we move on. One day... I come home, and she says, I found my bracelet. I say, what? Where? And she replies, you'll never believe this, but I put my hand in my jacket pocket today, and it was right where I had left it. I was really astounded, because I myself had thoroughly inspected that coat, and she had worn it multiple times. I want to believe that we just missed it, but... We put so much effort into looking for this bracelet that for it to be entirely gone and then entirely there is too weird. Maybe if she'd felt it poking or something and pulled it through some tiny hole or between a seam, but for it to show up in its entirety, it's just so odd. Could she have motive to pretend it was gone and then magically find it? I don't think so. She was so excited to get it fixed and genuinely so disappointed when we couldn't make that happen. Could she have purchased a new piece of chain to replace it? No, because the way these bracelets are attached, there is a small loop added that is a little bigger than the chain link itself where the jeweler solders it. And her chain didn't break at the loop. It broke in the regular chain link, leaving the loop intact. So she'd have to have a new chain resoldered and break it again along the chain link. Plus, I had already offered to replace it, so it's not like she'd have an incentive to make anything up. She said that it felt like someone borrowed it and then put it back because that's how it wholly disappeared and wholly reappeared. 
Yesterday, I'm on TikTok and come across a video about a glitch in the Matrix, which I had never heard of, and this incident immediately pops up in my head. In one of the comments, someone mentions this podcast telling stories about glitches, so I listen to an episode and hearing other stories it makes me think that this is exactly what happened to us. Side note from Raven here, and Nikki, if you hear this story on either YouTube or Spotify or wherever you listen to my podcast, could you email me and maybe tell me what channel on TikTok that was that you saw that on where they commented about my podcast? Because I might need to go make an account on TikTok and thank them. Because I don't have a TikTok account and I've never posted anything on TikTok, so to have someone over there talking about me is bizarre and kind of cool, so... If you could, please, and thank you for the story, it was great. I'm on holiday break from school right now, and my sleeping habits have become... terrible. Usually, nowadays, I sleep around 5 in the morning, and get woken up at 2pm by my mother. So, today... I was woken up by her and I was feeling super tired, growing more and more tired as I ate lunch and got onto my computer. As I browsed the internet, I remember my sister having a friend dressed in red. I don't remember what she was wearing exactly, but she came over. I remember my friend asking if I wanted to play a game together. I declined and went into my room to browse Reddit for a while before reading a book that I've never read before. And then, I was woken up in my bed, and it was 6.30pm. I don't remember how this happened, but my mother was shaking me awake, telling me that it was 6.30. She had never let me sleep past 2pm before, and I was stunned that she had let me sleep in like this. I didn't say anything to her, thinking that she felt I needed the rest, and that it had all been a hyper-realistic dream. But then I opened my phone. My friend had asked me if I wanted to game with the exact message I thought I had dreamt two hours ago. This time, I had it unanswered as I was supposedly sleeping when this was sent. I left my room, and my sister's friend was outside in a red dress. The book that I was reading was also displaced, lying on my bedside table, but I don't remember the story that I was reading. I still don't really process how this happened and I'm pretty freaked out about all of it. I don't even feel well-rested, as though I had never even slept. This is my first post to this sub and the first time anything like this has ever happened to me. This stuff is scary, and I'm sorry for ever ridiculing anyone's post or thinking they were fake in the past. This is a smallish glitch compared to what I've seen posted, but I thought I would share anyways. This actually happened a couple of days ago, but I kept forgetting to post it until now. So, I'm at work all day, typical 8 to 5 shift, and around 3.30 to 4pm, I hear a thunderclap. I knew that rain was in the forecast, so I initially didn't think much of it. But as the end of my shift progressed, I noticed that I never heard any more thunder, 
and never saw any rain out of my office window. Also of note, I used the MyRadar Pro app on my phone, and it never showed any storm clouds over my area. So, here's the glitch. When work was over for the day, I walked to my truck to leave and noticed that my coworkers' vehicles on each side of mine had rain on them. It was beaded up on the windows and front hood, but mine was completely dry all over. When I backed out of the parking spot, it even showed wet and dry spots that would line up with it raining, as my truck had kept the pavement underneath it dry. I don't get how my truck stayed dry if it rained, or how I didn't ever actually see any rain from my office window. It's like my truck glitched with me, I guess. Anyway, weird stuff, right? Once when I was a kid, I was at my aunt's house and she had a covered parking area without walls. Not really a garage, just a place with a roof to park. And I remember one time rain was falling on one side of it, but not the other. And that is easily explained by the end of the rain cloud lining up just right, but... I don't see how something could drench the cars on both sides of mine while keeping mine dry. One day, while sleeping as I work nights... I had a dream. In this dream, I decided to go out to my backyard and look at the stars. While standing there looking up, everything went black, like someone had flipped a light switch off. Everything was pitch black and I could not see anything. In the dream, I decided to drop to the ground and roll towards my house. I ended up stopping against the outside wall, and I closed my eyes tightly for a while. Upon opening them in the dream, I began to realize that everything had returned to normal. Upon awakening, everything seemed so off. It just did not feel right. Nothing changed visually that I could see, though. This was about the time that I had discovered the Mandela Effect. My wife divorced me, and I lost my mother. It took me a good while to adjust. Thank you for letting me share my story. So, I've experienced a few glitches throughout my life. Definitely rare, but they've been there. Another one happened the other day, and this was probably the closest thing I've personally experienced to something resembling an actual... glitch... My partner and I were out with a group of friends at a beach bonfire one night, a small group of around 8 to 10 people. My partner and I both don't drink, so we hadn't been drinking or smoking, etc. At some point, my partner is watching the fire. I then do the same. Then, after watching it for a bit, the embers from the fire quite literally glitch. The best way I can describe it is, it was as if the embers were a video file that suddenly skipped back a half second. Now, a half second doesn't seem like much, but when it comes to the intricacies in the detail of a fire and how fast it naturally moves, it's definitely enough to notice. The embers, all at once, were simply not in the locations that they just were, and skipped a half second back 
to continue on their exact same path. I noticed this right away, and I personally don't see how this could be a trick of the light or fire, because all of the embers disappeared from their original position and immediately reappeared at their previous position. So, here's the kicker. I notice this, I'm weirded out by it, not freaked out personally. I've definitely come to terms with the possibility of existence being some type of simulation thing. But then, I look over to my partner, who has quite the concerned look on their face. I straight up ask them, did the fire just glitch? To which their response was, yep. We continued on in the night and didn't pay much attention to it overall, but did talk about it later with each other just to confirm what we both saw. Honestly, it felt like it was a video game asset that got put on a loop to save memory or something. The story might not be scary, but I can recall that my heart stopped for a second. I was taking a walk outside as I normally do at nighttime, and I remember being sad that day, but I don't remember why. Anyways, I was walking towards my house when I saw something that I will never forget. I see my brother in the basement, looking out the little window and smiling at me. It caught me off guard, and I even remember jumping and screaming. But then when I looked back, he was gone. And I was thinking to myself as I'm going inside that he looked so realistic. And if this was a hallucination, it was my most realistic one yet. I went inside, and when I came in, I saw my brother sitting there on the sofa. I asked him if he was in the basement, and he said no, that he had just been there. I was still scared, but to my curiosity... I went downstairs to my basement to see if something was there. I saw nothing but a picture of my mom when she was younger. So, my conclusion was that I in some way morphed the picture of my mother into looking like my brother. But when I went outside, I didn't see the picture of my mom through the window. Maybe I just hallucinated this. I have hallucinated before, but not in a way that has scared me this much. This might be the most realistic one yet. Another conclusion was that maybe some spirits were just messing with me, but I'm pretty skeptical about that. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on... The As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff. Ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, Submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode. But until then, sleep well.